Discover the French language with Jessica. It's right here. It's right now on French Your Way podcast. Bonjour à tous, welcome to episode 210 of French Way podcast, episode 210, dedicated to the C clauses in French. Um, so C is if, so the if clauses in English. Many students of French worry about not getting the tenses of their verbs right when they use the, the C clauses in French. And so that's why I decided to uh, make the structures of the sentence very explicit in this episode with lots of examples in order to alleviate these worries. Uh, but really, if you speak English fluently, uh, you'll notice that the French C clauses are actually no different from English, grammatically speaking. So I think what makes it um, scary for most uh, students is um, that it has a name. It's actually called the uh, C clauses or the if clauses. Says, oh, what's that beast? Um, I tend to notice that things that have a name scare students more because if they have a name, that means that they that implies that there's something specific, special about them that you need to learn. Well, everything does have a name. Uh, and if you just don't think about it too much and just apply simple logic, you will get it right. Um, yeah, so let's talk about... Uh, so when I say... Um, C clauses or if clauses, I don't explain them as sentences starting with C or if. In fact, uh, the clauses are interchangeable. So um, the if, the condition, uh, can be found in the second part of the sentence. It doesn't matter. Uh, for example, uh, if it's hot, you need to drink a lot of water. Is the same as... You need to drink a lot of water if it's hot. The if clause uh, will have uh, the present tense here. So if this situation happens, so generally speaking, the general present, or if this situation is happening in the present tense, um, this is uh, what you, you can do. So we have C plus the present and uh, the present in the second part of the sentence as well as in the, in the other part of the sentence, I should say. Look, if it's hot, you uh, need to drink or you must drink a lot of water. Si il fait chaud or s'il fait chaud, tu dois boire beaucoup d'eau. Right? All the examples that I will uh, mention in French in the episodes are available in uh, the show notes, so frenchaway.com.au slash podcast 210, so the um, podcast episode number. Another example, uh, if I can't work, I'm frustrated. If I uh, don't get to work, I'm frustrated. Si je ne peux pas travailler, so here's the situation, the general situation. I'm frustrated, that's the present tense in English, and it would be the present tense in French. Je suis frustré. Si je ne peux pas travailler, je suis frustré. Now, the uh, if clause in the present tense may also be followed by the imperative. So, if this situation happens or if this situation is happening, do this or don't do that. So, uh, this is the order, uh, the instruction that you get if the condition is met. So, if it's hot, uh, drink a lot of water. S'il fait chaud, buvez 
beaucoup d'eau or bois beaucoup d'eau. Um, you can use the imperative. If you have a question, ask me. So how would you say that? Si tu as une question, demande-moi. Or si, tu, si vous avez une question, demandez-moi. Now, if you're not hungry, don't force yourself. Si tu n'as pas faim, ne te force pas. So, present, uh, the if with the present, with the imperative, as if, if this situation happens or is happening, do that or don't do that. Now, uh, sometimes the if clause in the present is also, is used with a, another uh, tense uh, in the, the, uh, the other clause, the secondary clause. Let's see another example. If you uh, keep jumping on the bed, you're going to fall uh, or you will fall. So if, so this situation happens in general or if this situation is happening. Uh, so this is pretty much um, the result that will happen, that is likely to happen. It's pretty much guaranteed that it will happen. So this is what the future, this is what the consequence will be. If you keep jumping on the bed, you're going to fall or you will fall. Si tu continues, si tu continues, that's the present, à sauter sur le lit, tu vas tomber. You're going to fall, tu vas tomber. Um, if the surveys are right, he will be elected president. So that's pretty much guaranteed that it will happen in the future. Si les sondages ont raison, il sera élu président. If the surveys are right, he will be elected president. Si les sondages ont raison, il sera élu président. If he is elected president, so that's, um, uh, present tense. Um, even though that event I'm aware, as I'm saying it, is happening in the future, but if that is the situation, right? Things will finally, will at last change. So that's the prediction that's likely to happen in the future. Uh, S'il est élu président, les choses vont enfin changer. If he's elected president, uh, things are going to change. Now, what would you say or how would you translate a sentence uh, like, if I won the lottery, I would buy a sports car. Which tenses are you going to buy? Did I say to buy? To use. <laughs> if I won the lottery, I would buy a sports car. So here we are in, uh, again, uh, the C, the if is, uh, shows that uh, we are um, in a dreamlike situation. It's hypothetical. Um, if I won the lottery, is si je gagnais au loto, you're going to use, um, so the imperfect, I would buy a sports car. I would buy is the uh, conditional, the present conditional. J'achèterais une voiture de sport. So um, here the situation is seen as uh, highly because of the if, which is hypothetical, and the use of the conditional. So if that condition was met, this is what I would do. Uh, 
this is something that is unlikely or almost impossible. Uh, so we're really dreaming about it. I see, and even native French speakers make this mistake, so I'm going to make my point here. Um, if is hypothetical, and so is the conditional, but they are not in the same clause, you cannot say, si je gagnerai au loto. You would sound very uneducated uh, saying that. So if it can be followed by the conditional, but it's not in the same clause as the if clause. Si je gagnais au loto, j'achèterais une voiture de sport. If I won the lottery, impar uh, imparfait, j'achèterais une voiture de sport. So, uh, conditional present. There is a game, I don't know if you call it the Chinese portrait. I think it has another um, name in English. In French, we call it le portrait chinois. You know, if I were an animal, I would be this. If I were a color, I would be that. So, um, this is exactly the structure that we use. Si j'étais imparfait, si j'étais un animal, I would be a bird... Um, in order to, to be able to fly. So, je serais conditional. Si j'étais un animal, je serais un oiseau pour pouvoir voler. If I were a color, I would be um, red. Si j'étais imparfait, une couleur, je serais conditional. Je serais le rouge. Remember that the sentence doesn't have to start with si. Um, for example, What would you do if you were uh, in my shoes, if you were me? You can start it with C if you uh, swap the order of the clothes. If you were me, if you were in my shoes, what would you do? Um, so what would you do is the, uh, the conditional. Um, and it's, again, it's highly hypothetical, actually even impossible scenario because you cannot be me, you cannot be in my shoes. Um, Qu'est-ce que vous feriez? conditional or qu'est-ce que tu ferais si and the si clause has the imperfect tense si tu étais à ma place or si vous étiez à ma place um, if I were you I would uh, apologize if I were you again it's something that is like if the condition were met uh, so it's very conditional but it's also impossible scenario I cannot be you si j'étais toi si j'étais toi ou si j'étais vous je and then the conditional je uh, lui présenterais mes excuses I would um, present my excuse to him or to her now The uh, C can also be used in clauses to um, express regrets. We're talking about something that um, is a little bit different from the imparfait and present conditional structure because that is the unlikely or impossible scenario. But this one is all the more unlikely and impossible that the condition is past. It's too late. Um, So that's typically to express regrets. And if I insist on the thing that it is past, it's too late. It's because in, instead of having C plus the imparfait uh, and then the present conditional, we're going to have C plus the plus perfect, which is the past of the imperfect, and the past conditional. 
practical example. If I had known, I wouldn't have come. It's different from if I knew, I would come. So that's still unlikely, but that's the um, the condition. If I knew, I would come. Here, it's too late. If I had known in the past, I would have come. So you need to transfer to shift um, on the like um, time axis uh, that structure into the past tense. So the imparfait becomes a pluperfect. If I had known is the pluperfect indeed. Uh, si j'avais su. I wouldn't have come. That's the conditional, but the past conditional. Je ne serais pas venu. Venir takes uh, the auxiliary uh, être in the uh, compound tenses. Je ne serais in the conditional. Je ne serais pas venu. Uh, there is, it's actually um, a child who's making this grammar mistake of saying, si j'avais su, j'aurais pas venu, using uh, the past conditional, but with the wrong auxiliary, with auxiliary avoir. It's in the, the war of the buttons. Uh, so la guerre des boutons, which is a classic of uh, French literature, uh, of um, literature and also a movie. This little boy who keeps saying, oh, if I had known, I wouldn't have come. And he says, si j'avais su, j'aurais pas venu. Uh, which is really cute and very famous uh, quote. Okay, try to do this one using uh, the true form. If you had told me that you were in hospital, I would have sent you some flowers. But you didn't tell me, so it's too late. It's not if you tell me, uh, if you told me you were in a hospital, I would send you some flowers. Um, the person is probably uh, out of hospital already. If you had told me, that's the plus perfect. Um, si tu m'avais dit que tu étais à l'hôpital, um, I would have sent you flowers, past conditional, using the auxiliary avoir in the conditional, present conditional. Je t'aurais envoyé des fleurs. Si tu m'avais dit que tu étais à l'hôpital, je t'aurais envoyé des fleurs. And the last example. Um, if he had warned me that there was a strike, I wouldn't have got up for nothing. But he didn't warn me, so uh, it's too late again. I have regrets because then I didn't sleep in. If he had warned me, plus perfect. S'il m'avait prévenu qu'il y avait grève, that there was a strike, I wouldn't have got up. Um, so to get up is se, se lever. It's a reflexive verb. As a reflexive verb, it takes the auxiliary être in the competence. Uh, so être in the uh, present conditional. Je ne me serais pas levé pour rien. Again, check the uh, sentences in the show notes of the episode if you need to see them written. I repeat, s'il m'avait prévenu qu'il y avait grève, je ne me serais pas levé pour rien. 
There are other structures in French. Um, for example, ah, si j'étais riche, uh, ah, I wish I were rich, which is the, the title of a French uh, movie, a uh, comedy, um, that works a little bit differently, like translation-wise, as uh, in English. But I'm not going to explain this in this episode. My purpose uh, with today's episode was to actually show you the parallel between uh, French and English regarding um, the most common uh, if clauses and to reassure you uh, that it works the same. But more exhaustive range of structures, including the ah, si j'étais riche uh, structures, I uh, explain in my ebook uh, how to choose the right uh, tense and mood in French. And I go over uh, in details how um, the if clauses work with each tense a little bit like I did in this episode. So if you're interested in uh, checking it out, there's a, a shortcut for it. The link is uh, frenchyourway.com.au slash uh, forward slash uh, French tenses, frenchyourway.com.au slash French tenses. I will link to um, the ebook in the episode. If you need more confidence in the use of uh, French moods and French tenses, And if you don't know what I mean by French mood um, to start with, I highly recommend uh, this resource. It comes with a workbook as well and a lot of practical exercises. Well, there are another uh, two episodes of French Away podcast and then I'll be on maternity leave until uh, August. But don't you worry, I will replay some uh, older episodes of French Away podcast uh, and particularly some that don't appear in your uh, podcast feed anymore to give you the opportunity to re-listen to then. Um, we'll talk about it in uh, two episodes, right? I will remind uh, that to you. And until then, thanks a lot and see you in the next episode of French Away podcast. <laughs>